having to load up. Okay, uh, hold on, everybody. It's telling me we're streaming, but we uh, the time is not yet noon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or 11 o'clock Central Time. So let me play the music, which we were lacking uh, earlier today. Welcome, uh, Christian Israel, Pastor Eli James here, along with Pastor David Martins of South Africa. This is Voice of Christian Israel, April 18, 2021, and uh, having to experiment with a different media player, namely VLC. Seems to be working okay. Maybe uh, you guys in the chat room can let me know if you're hearing that okay. Uh, my Windows media player crashed, and I can't get it fixed, and so... We're using a different media player at the moment. So thanks for joining us. And uh, as I said, our co-host is Pastor David Martins. And we're going to be talking about the bitter enders. Uh, We had uh, done a show. Very good. Thank you, Nimble Horse. They're hearing us loud and clear. And um, so the bitter enders. And we did a show a couple of weeks ago uh, before uh, we had several interruptions, some at your end, some at our end here with the uh, media and the uh, internet servers that uh, are supposedly, you know, uh, foolproof, (laughs) which they never are. And so uh, let me just pick it up where kind of where we left off in this article. I'll I'll put this in the chat room momentarily. Botha, and that is Louis Botha. uh, Botha's Afrikaner view of South African history elaborated with coffee and cookies one recent afternoon in the mayor's office at the Civic Center helps explain why these two million descendants of the white tribe of Africa, 17th century Dutch, German, and French settlers, feel so upset by the era, by the end of Afrikanerdom as they have known it. Okay, so uh, the problem is that the Boer people, as you've been explaining on these uh, radio shows, uh, don't consider themselves to be Afrikaners. That the Afrikaners and the Boers are two totally separate uh, groups of people, two, two separate ethnic groups. Yes. Pastor, good evening, and also good evening to our listeners, of course, across the globe. Uh, Pastor, yes, um, um, the, the person who was interviewed... Uh, and with his African or so-called bitter end African uh, um, narrative uh, is Peter Bota, who also Peter, happens okay. to be a a deputy mayor of one of the towns or cities, which, uh, of course, I think this uh, particular article was written in 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, this clearly indicates the way in which the Boers have been uh, brainwashed into belief that they are Afrikaners because this Peter Bota, who purports or who um, is addressed as somebody who is a descendant of the bitter enders that fled the Boer republics after the Cape Dutch Afrikaners waging of a massive full scale zero World War Zero against the Boers. Now, it is very clear that uh, there were two world wars against the Boers, and the Boer republics being the youngest and the newest and the smallest nations upon upon the planet <laughs> in terms of numbers. Right. Um, because on the in the first uh, Anglo-Boer War, the two hundred and seventy-eight thousand mercenaries that were hired in by the Cape Dutch waged a war against only 22,000 Boers. Mm-hmm. And those Boers being farmers, they were not part of a regular regular military force. They didn't have military training per se. They were commandos right. whom operated 
and learned to operate in a um, the wars that had been waged and orchestrated against the Boers since mm-hmm. 1660s. Well, just like the militia in Scripture, the Israelite militia in Scripture. Exactly, Pastor. Yeah, okay. Now, now it is very clear that uh, with Jan van Riebeck already in the days of the Dutch East Indian Company that the Boers were always disenfranchised, or they had always been disenfranchised people to this day, and they were always marginalized to create the protection barrier for the Edomite Cape Dutch. And that has been a very prominent reason for the Boers to have left the Cape because they were always in the fire or in the uh, forefront of the, um, the, the blacks that had been enraged by the way the Dutch East Indian Company had dealt with them. Mm-hmm. And of course, with the Boers always being in the in the outer fringes of uh, what used to be the, or what were the um, settlements mm-hmm. of the Dutch East Indian Company in those days, the Boers became disenchanted with uh, the conditions and they were not just marginalized, they could not sell their products freely to anybody else. They had to sell their products to the Dutch East Indian Company with massive mm-hmm. um with massive uh, 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 profits that the, the Dutch East Indian Company and the Dutch East yeah. Indian Company, the POCs, um, individuals or... Uh, the, the Jewish middlemen. The Jewish middlemen. The Jewish took middlemen. All, they took all the profit, right? Yes. Yeah. They, they, they forced the, the Boers virtually out of their uh, existence. And just this morning, I stumbled across a document that was referring to Adam Tuss, a one of the settlers whom uh, was who, who actually engaged directly with Willem Adrian van der Stel, the the son of Simon van der Stel, who was the follow-up governor of the Cape after Jan van Riebeek. But uh, the Boers had been so disenfranchised that the Boers had become without a mouthpiece. Uh, whenever they would grieve their, or air their grievances to the Dutch East Indian Company's head officers, they would be, and according to a Canadian writer, they would be crucified or mm-hmm. their bodies spread over the, the uh, rim of a... a and drawn apart, torn apart by the right. uh, oxen pulling the wagons. So now uh, this is yeah, history, go ahead. Histo- this is historical facts. Now, wh- what I wanted to say, the reason why I'm mentioning this is the Afri- Afrikaners, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, with the Edomite background or the Jewish Sephardic Jewish background or the uh, Ashkenazi backgrounds, as um, has also become very evident in the historical writings about the uh, formation of the Cape Dutch, mm-hmm. these Afrikaners have been the most probably the single most, the biggest factor in the orchestration and the um, mechanization of mercenary uh, uh, mercenary fighters fighting mm-hmm. for and on behalf of the Edomite Cape Dutch. Okay. And that included the Khorzas, the Zulus, the Griquas, the, uh, well, all the black, various black tribes in Southern Africa that had waged a war against the Boers were all orchestrated and enticed by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners right. and, of course, their church. Right. Who are simply the agents of the Dutch Jewish bankers, okay? So Holland exactly. didn't do Holland didn't do Israel any favors. By Israel, I mean us, the twelve tribes, didn't do us any favors by giving the uh, 
these Jews licensed to practice uh, their mercantile expeditions and their banking operations, a really bad uh, uh, form for the Dutch to do that to us. <laughs> okay, we've been suffering ever since, okay? Yeah, and even the creation of the Bank yes. of England was due to these Dutch Jewish bankers. But the next paragraph yep. here says, The Afrikaners, from the time of the Boer foretrekkers or pioneers, have always believed that they had a mission to save Africa from its decline and internecine tribal warfare, Botha explained, saying they had done their best to uplift the Africans by providing organizational skills and Western technology. Now, this is blatantly false because certainly not the Boer, maybe the Afrikaners, but not the Boer people. The yes, Boer they, people, they just want to be left alone. Them. Yeah, go ahead. The, the, the Boers, as Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the famous writer of the Sherlock Holmes series, yeah. um, wrote about the Boers and he explicitly wrote about the Boers as being a very uh, 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 patriotic people with a dire Old Testament religion, a, um, <laughs> right. a dire fatalistic Old Testament religion. Now, the Old yeah. Testament religion was a religion of separation, the uh, mm -hmm. total isolation and separation of the house of Jacob from all the other people. Yeah, man. They yeah, would man. not, the Boers would not have um, wanted to meddle into the, uh, or the meddle into in the affairs of the black tribes, they merely wanted to exist as a people separate from all the other people. And that was the whole intents and purposes of the great trek, because they did not want to be under the uh, jurisdiction and the authority of the Dutch nor mm -hmm. the British. They just wanted to be left alone. So, exactly. Now, but now the Afrikaners are a different story. Maybe Peter Botha, I mistook him for Louis Botha. Peter Botha is uh, saying the truth about the Afrikaners. Exactly. But you must remember that he is speaking as a bitter ender, hmm. and the bitter end is, of course, being the Boers. Yeah. So he is actually lying about. Mm -hmm. The identity, even about his own identity, because yes. he had already fallen into this pitfall of believing that the Boers and the Afrikaners are exactly the same race, which they are not. Okay, very good. All right. So unless you know that about uh, South Africa, that the Boers and the Afrikaners are completely different ethnic groups, one being uh, primarily Judah of the Israel tri tribes, okay? And Afrikaners being Cape Dutch Jews, <laughs> right? A huge difference, absolutely huge difference. So the next sentence, colonial powers appeared and disappeared in Africa, but the white Afrikaners are the only group to have remained to carry out their mission, he said. Well, I guess that's absolutely true. But they're not Boers, and they're not white. They're not Boers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to whatever extent they're white, it's because these Dutch Jews have intermarried with, well, first of all, with Dutchmen, <laughs> Dutch women, okay? Exactly. And can can, can uh, claim to, to be white on that score, but they're not truly white because they, they have Edomite blood in them, okay? Yes, Pastor, if, yeah. I can, if I can just revert to two sentences before, two chapters before, Okay. With us, Afrikaner view of South Africa, South African history, elaborated with coffee and cookies one recent afternoon in the mayor's office at the Civic Center helps explain why these two million descendants of the white tribe of Africa, 17th, 17th century Dutch, there were very few Dutch amongst the Boers. They were primarily German, Prussian, uh -huh. and uh, Austrian. Because in those days, Austria was part of the Greater German uh, right. Republic. Yes. So, and with this, the French Higanos that came in during 1686 to, uh, I think, 1692. But by comparison, there were thousands of German and Prussian Boers or uh, settlers mm -hmm. that came to the, to the Cape. There were thousands of Prussian and uh, German Boers, mm -hmm. or rather 
Prussians and German that came to South Africa as, or the Cape as settlers. Yes. And only 202. One, one of the sources that I find on the internet state that there were 169 French Huguenots that came to the Cape and another source says 202. Okay. But the, but the history of the 202 uh, French Huguenots that had already become Calvinistic Christians. Mm-hmm. So-called Christians, yes. Okay, are you there? Uh-oh. We lost uh, Pastor Martins. Hey, they, oh, there they, you go. Okay, they, you're back. Go ahead. Okay, all right. You're very garbled, Pastor. Let me uh, disconnect. I'll call you right back. Okay. All right, we have to reestablish. He, his signal just got really bad. Sometimes reconnecting will do the trick. So, 202 Frenchmen, as opposed to thousands of Germans. Okay, all right. Yeah, please continue. Yes. Uh, Pastor, the, the history, you must remember, since the 1910 hijacking of the Boer Republics by the Edomite Cape Dutch, the history, the true history of the Boers have become virtually zil, mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, local sources of South African or the Boer history has virtually been um, rewritten, uh, <laughs> suppressed. Okay, still having trouble. Maybe uh, his his signal will come back. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Your signal is breaking up very badly. Uh, why don't you try calling me and see if we get a better connection that way? Okay. Yeah, so you're breaking up horribly. Okay, give that a try. Okay. Okay, so while uh, we're waiting for Pastor Martins to call back in, let me continue with the article on the bitter enders. And he was just uh, saying that the 17th century Dutch, German, and French settlers, only 202 of which were French, and most of the ones referred to as Dutch were also German because they were misidentified as being Dutch because they got on Dutch ships, okay, and therefore assumed to be a Dutch instead of German. So uh, basically the Dutch East India Company, they weren't using the term corporation yet, the Dutch East India Company uh, pretty much brought all these people to South Africa on their ships. And that was pretty much the extent of the of the Dutch East India uh, bringing in uh, Dutch Dutchmen. Very few at all. <laughs> Very few. All right, let's try this again. And as you can imagine, the uh, internet service in South Africa is not very good. So okay, we're still having uh, difficulty connecting. And so we'll just wait for uh, Pastor Martins to call back. So I'll just do it the best I can with this article, which, of course, is disinformation put out by the Washington Post just before the supposed election of the uh, ANC to power, which has resulted in nothing but chaos in South Africa from that moment on. All right, so... so this false statement in the paragraph we were on before moving back up to the previous paragraph is the Afrikaners have always believed they had a mission to save Africa from its decline in international tribal warfare. Now, this may be true of the Afrikaners, but it has never been true of the Boer people who just wanted to be left alone. They wanted to be independent of the rest of the world, just as the Bible says we Israelites are supposed to be independent of the rest of the world. So the Boer people were following biblical principles. 
the Afrikaners following Jewish principles. Continuing with the article. The Afri- okay, here we go. Try again. Okay. Waiting for uh, Pastor Martins to connect. The signal is trying. Well, he'll break through eventually. The Afrikaners' modern mission, according to Botha, is to provide cohesion to a constellation of separate white and African, still getting a lot of static here, uh, African republics bound together. Uh, actually, they put the parentheses around the word republic, which and it should have been around the word African, <laughs> because they're not African at all. They are uh, white. You cannot uh, make a make a, a mistake between whites and black Africans. Okay. Now the interesting thing is here in America, and I often run into a lot of black people. The person whom you're trying to reach yeah, is currently st- unavailable. Still not connecting. So who claim to be Americans based on the fact that they were born here? All right. So why aren't white people granted the same status? In Africa, where the black Africans say, well, white people get out, you, uh, you're not real Africans. But if the Africans here in America can say they're Americans because they were born here, why can't the Boer people say they're Africans by virtue of being born there? But that does not change their race, okay? That does not change anybody's race. And, all right, let's try again. Okay. 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 Well, somewhat. All right. So uh, I just started in the next paragraph and reading uh, from. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, where, uh, okay. So uh, he said the African Afrikaners' modern mission, he says, is to provide cohesion to a constellation of separate white and African republics bound together somewhat like the Holy Roman Empire or perhaps a new commonwealth of former Soviet republics. Uh, I guess he's invoking Mandela's training in the Soviet Union, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, he is yes. telling the truth about Afrikaners, but not about Boers. Yes. But, Pastor, that is the whole problem about the whole history, which is so blatantly uh, right mm-hmm. across the, the Internet, I was doing a search earlier today about Andres Pretorius, my uh, late great-great-grandfather, whom, um, on my mother's side. Mm-hmm. And everything I get to read about Andres Pretorius relates to him being an Afrikaner. Uh-huh. It's impossible for Andres Pretorius to be an Afrikaner because he would not have moved out of uh, the Cape had he not had he been an Afrikaner. Yeah. Uh, they even state that that he was employed by the Dutch East Indian Company, which of course is a total farce. Yeah. Okay. The uh, all the the settlers whom fled Europe because of the persecution by the Christ, by Christians, they had to enroll with an agent of the Dutch East Indian Company. And this agent would then sift through the applications and only if you could provide a service to the Dutch East Indian Company would you be able to get onto their vessels, okay. not as an employee, but as a passenger, a paying passenger. Right. And you had to, to sign yourself into a contract to rev- well, essentially, it's indentured servitude. Indentured. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I guess the connection is just not going to work today. Company and services. Let's see if it'll to come back. Let's be patient. Yeah, yeah, you're still very garbled. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So you're back clear again. Uh, please but, continue. But, but I no. Okay. Yeah. The, the the connection is just. Um. I I get the feeling that they're trying to. Yeah. Pump. Tra- uh, you know, get uh, get control of our transmission. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Let me just see. If I, I sh- Maybe there's something you can yes. do at your end to uh, see if uh, you can. How does it sound now? Well, it's a yeah, it's a little better, but uh, yeah. So already done. Yeah. So what you're what you're saying is that the the failure to distinguish between the Boer people and Afrikaners and the uh, resulting confusion uh, is just a weapon in the in the hands of the Afrikaners and of course the Cape Dutch Jewish establishment who were basically telling you that you had to be indentured servants in order to exist. Exactly. In, in, uh, but you didn't want any part of it. You just had, in order to get on the boat and leave the wars of Europe, you had to agree to that. Europe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly, boss. That the indebtedness of 150 Reichsdalters, um, which was to be uh, repaid in terms of labor, at the rate of three rex dollars per month. So they were indebted to a total of 50 months, four years and two months. Wow. Wow. That's and, incredible. And yeah, during yeah. that time, during that time, there was no, no chance of them ever becoming what was called free burgers. And when they were, when they had worked off that, um, 50 months of service to the Dutch East Indian Company, mostly as soldiers. Wow. They was st- okay. they still had to, the only way that they could attain their free burgership was to become members of the Dutch Reformed Church. Right, right. Now, who were they fighting against as soldiers for the Dutch East India Company? Blacks? Uh, Pastor, at the, time, at the time, during the 1600s, of course, there were... Wars waged between wars waged between Germ uh, uh, sorry between Holland and Spain, Holland and France, and at the later stage also because of the competition in trade mm-hmm. between Holland and England. Okay. So, and then also with the the um, fairing around the bulge of Africa, there were a lot of. Uh, black what um, pirates? Oh, okay. So that they, the soldiers had to protect the ships against piracy, and okay. also the Spanish. It was not just a war that they had been fighting against the Spanish on the um, the the waters around the Spanish um, country. The, these uh, Spain, uh, Spain uh, itself, yeah, around Spain or the the Iberian um, Peninsula. The Spanish vessels that would, had taken to the sea on their voyages to the Far East to obtain uh, the products for sale in Europe, mm-hmm. those vessels also fought against one another. And the Dutch East Indian Company, that was one of the reasons why wow. they acquired larger vessels, because they often uh, pirated against the, um, the Spanish vessels. Yeah. Okay, so and uh, and then on previous episodes, we related that the Boers refused to fight against fellow Germans uh, during yes. World War One. Again, solidifying your case that the Boer are in fact Germans, and uh, almost overwhelmingly yes. so. Okay, so then yes. he says what here, I, yeah, go ahead. What, what, what? Sorry, Pastor. What I was also saying is that the history of the two hundred and two French Huguenots, Huguenots have been projected to be the history of the Boers. In other words, signifying or purporting that the Boers had become Calvinistic Christians mm-hmm. in order for the Boers to be subjugated to the Afrikaners and their churches ever since. And most of the battles that I have been fighting on the, on the, the social media over the past six years and ten months have been against Boers who believed that their ancestors that came to the Cape had been Calvinistic Christians, which they were not. Mm-hmm. Because they purport that 
the their um, ancestors or their root uh, ancestors to this country had always been Christians, which they had not been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were they, they were uh, Old Testament? Well, would it be fair to compare them but to the, the Je- Jehovah's Witnesses? No, no, Pastor, not at all. They were. Okay. Remember, they were fatalistic Old Testament religion believers. Right. They they had a very um, staunch belief in the scriptures because the historians actually write that the Boers were always seen with their Bible in their saddle uh, uh-huh. their saddlebags. Right. Other right. writers write about the Boers having their rifle in the one hand and their Bible <laughs> in the other hand. Right, exactly. Exactly like the pioneers yeah. of America. Amen, amen. Well, it's interesting because the Boer people, knowing their heritage, and when I was there in 2014, uh, one of your uh, people there showed me that uh, in one of their historical documents that they consider themselves to be Israelites. Okay. Exactly. Uh, I don't think the Afrikaners ever had any such documents or e- e- even proof that they are. But they are. Uh, well, interestingly, here uh, uh, he says. Both says in the next paragraph, the Afrikaners' modern mission, mission according to both, is to provide cohesion to a constellation of separate white and African republic republics, which is not, not intrinsically evil, bound together somewhat like the Holy Roman Empire. Now. That, again, might be true of the Afrikaners, but certainly not true of the Boer. And so he says, perhaps the new commonwealth of former Soviet Soviet republics, and even compares it to Ukraine, which is very interesting because that's where the... uh, uh, the other Jews are from, right? Not the Sephardic, but the Ashkenazi. Okay, Uh, over to you. Uh, Pastor... um there is a website that actually has or contains a more than 4,000-page document that explains. And, and then, of course, I think there are something like nearly 20 uh, uh, annexures to this document. And it is called The Illegal Union of South Africa. Uh, okay. It puts out all the... the, the um, the evidence for the illegality of the formation of this unification of Southern Africa, which of course was a total Edomite Cape Dutch Africana um, venture. But the purpose was to obtain control of the Boer republics and subjugate the Boers. Mm-hmm. It's a very important factor because they had the Cape Dutch Afrikaners that had. Uh, uh, um, conspired with the Rothschilds to obtain the whole British Empire's mercenary or the whole British Empire's military force as mercenaries against the handful of Boers. They had um, their only interest was to gain control of the Boer republics because you must remember that the Dutch, the escape Dutch after the collapse of the Dutch East Indian Company they didn't have land of their own. They were stranded in the Cape. And they had always mm-hmm. been at loggerheads. As Dutch, they had always been at loggerheads with the British. Now they became, in 1812, they had become British subjects against their will. And there was nothing that they could do about it. Wow. So they had their eyes on the Boer republics to uh, grab literally grab the Boer Republics and uh, to own it unto themselves, Mm -hmm. to take full control of the Boer Republics and in the process subjugate and annihilate the Boers. Because remember there was in the 1860s there was a conspiracy by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners to actually genocide the Boers. And Mm -hmm. this was part of their plan. Yes. Fortunately, it didn't succeed. Now, uh, fast forward to 2021, they have a a plan to genocide the entire white race with uh, the eugenics program of the COVID lockdown. 
Yes. Okay. But you must still to say still tis our ancient foe. Yep. You must realize that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners gave the control of the Boer Republic's wealth and riches, the gold and the platinum and the diamonds, whatever, was handed on a dish to the Rothschilds by right. the Cape Dutch Afrikaners right. in exchange for the control of the land and the subjugation of the Boers. Amen. Okay. Yeah, just like our Federal Reserve uh, Bank has taken control of America by playing ball with the Rothschilds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this uh, you know, shows. Uh, I hope people are paying attention because uh, everything you have read about the history of South Africa and the Afrikaners is false, unless they make a distinction between the Afrikaners and the Boer people. But here, the whole point is the Boer people have taken the brunt of the criticism for everything that the Afrikaners have done. And so yes. you're being accused of racism when, in fact, well, no, we just want to stay. We just want to be left alone. That's all we, we didn't want. want to be. We didn't even want it to be integrated with the uh, other white race in South Africa, being the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right. We wanted to be separate from them. Yeah. Amen. So uh, you were following biblical commands to be a set apart people. That's what the word exactly. holy means. The word holy in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament means set apart. Not integrated. Yeah. <laughs> right? It means set apart. Okay? So, uh, Afrikanerdom, as he called Afrikaner establishment, should provide the nucleus of this constellation. But the Afrikaners have to have their own republic because it's a natural thing to have our own country, just like the Ukraine here. That's where he said he compares it to Ukraine, yeah. the origin of the Ashkenazi Jews. Asked where Afrikaners yeah. now spread all over South Africa today would establish such a republic, both replied, we'll have small little cantons or republics. Well, now he doesn't go into the fact that the uh, Afrikaners stole those uh, Boer republics away from the Boer people, and as he's just said, handed them over on a silver, silver platter, platter to the Jewish bankers of London. Well, you yes, didn't get into that. All the, all, the, <laughs> all the wealth and the riches, but already President Paul Kruger was already in that position that he had uh, stolen the mining rights from his own people. And handing that to his Dutch, uh, sorry, his, uh, I should actually say, his Dutch Freemason Eskenazi uh, Jews. Mm -hmm. The mining houses were set up, in fact, by the Jews that had benefited from Paul Kruger's disowning of his own people's mining rights on their farms. Paul Kruger was already instrumental in dancing to the tune of the of the uh, Edomites, these Edomite Jews. Mm -hmm. Yes, and unfortunately. People, people, yeah. uh, I, I have been victimized by people, by Boers, who tell me that I have some sort of a vindiction against President Paul Kruger. Yes, I have. It's because <laughs> of Paul Kruger's Ignorance yeah. and his uh, uh, his stiff neckness about his own <laughs> character that that yeah. was the cause of the Boers to to be succumbed by these Cape Dutch Afrikaners because he had made covenants left, right, and center as if he was in himself he he, he assumed himself the position of God mm -hmm. and had too way too many Jewish friends, <laughs> right? Way too many. Well, Pastor, the, if if you uh, consider the number of of um, uh, um, uh, 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 I'm trying to get uh, con he even conspired with the Jews against oh, really? his own people. Mm -hmm. So uh, he was he was a conspirator, right? Definitely, no, but, Pastor. Uh, but, he was also a traitor to his own people. Okay, it's no reason. I, I, I mean, what? captain of a vessel would steer his vessel lock his vessel into a a, um, a shipwreck situation uh -huh. and then flee the ship before <laughs> it is shipwrecked 
right. and go and have a luxurious, a luxurious life in uh, Switzerland. Right. <laughs> Is that what Paul Kruger did? Are you being? That's exactly what he did. Wow. He fled with he fled with millions of South African pounds, gold coins. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can I can see why many of your people, uh, uh, you know, uh, scratch their heads about your statements about Paul Kruger because they they worship him like we worship George Washington, right? <laughs> or, or Revere, I exactly. should say. But uh, I don't think George well, Washington if, took if, off with if our money. Call it like that, Pastor. Yeah. Um, I've heard somebody speak about George Washington as George White Washington. <laughs> oh, George White Washington. <laughs> he, he is being whitewashed. Oh, right. He is being whitewashed by by some of the Americans to make him into a superhero. Right. Exactly the same with President Kruger. Mm-hmm. He was yes. sold out. In fact, he was he, he was dancing to the tunes of Sammy Marks and yeah uh, other Jews that uh, he was so befriended with. Was Alfred Bite or did Bite come later? Uh, well, uh, Alfred Bite's father, Otto Bite, lived in the, in the same era as um, Kruger. as, as uh, Paul Kruger. Alfred Bite lived in the same era as uh, Hendrik French Verwoerd, the state president of South Africa, the last state president. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, not prime minister of South Africa, Hendrik Verwoerd. Okay, of well, course, w- he was assassinated in 1966. Because Right. Okay, I would imagine then, the Jews couldn't use it yeah, that the uh, Dutch Jews and the British Jews that uh, were uh, doing business in South Africa would have fraternized constantly with the Afrikaners, but not with the Boers. Absolutely, Pastor. Mm-hmm. They, so, they, they actually conspired together against the Boers. Okay. So now uh, I'm sure people would want specific evidence of that, and uh, you know we've been talking about uh, the modern incarnation of uh, the the Union of South Africa, which is another Afrikaner plot to disenfranchise the Boer people. Okay, so whenever they uh, yes. create a union of this or that, they uh, include the Boer people as being a subdomain of the Union, never w- wanting to grant the independence that the Boers really have wanted all along. Well, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners were so jealous of the fact that the Boers had established the Boer Republics. Even if you go to the unrepresented people's organization, the unrepresented people's organization of the world, UNPO, okay. if you go and Look at the UNPO page of the Afrikaners. You will find that the Afrikaners present the Boers' history as the, that of the Afrikaners. Mm-hmm. And they clearly state that the Afrikaners established, the, well, they state that the Afrikaners undertook the great trek. The Afrikaners oh, fought okay. the Battle of Blood River. The Afrikaners mm-hmm. uh, set up the covenant on the day of the covenant against oh. well they made the covenant with Yahweh well that's they like, say they made the covenant with God it's like the, the Jews claiming to be the people of the Old Testament <laughs> right and the Afrikaners uh-huh. the Afrikaners established the Boer Republics how uh, right. how yeah. Uh, yeah that's crazy yeah, satanically deranged these people are to make statements like that. Hmm. Right. Right. So uh, again, it's a lot of confusion. As most Judeo-Christians are confused and actually believe that the Jews are the Israelites of the Bible, that same tactic exactly. has been exploited against your people, the Boers, by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, being Jews. I mean, they're, they're experienced at this. Yeah, um, go ahead. I'm busy with the writing of a whole thing, but unfortunately it's in Afrikaans, of how the Edomites um, have stolen the identity of the Yehudahites mm-hmm. and the tribe, the various tribes of the house of Jacob. How the, the Edomites have infiltrated 
corrupted, assimilated, and then hijacked the identity of Jacob's descendants. Mm-hmm. And the Boers being part of that. The, the Boers have fallen victim to that by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Mm-hmm. So it, it is something that has actually started just after Esau decided not to kill his or to, to search for his brother to kill him. Right. So he reverted to he reverted to plan B. Mm-hmm. If I can't kill Jacob, then I will assimilate him and I will purport to be him. Impersonate and I will be, right. <laughs> impersonate him and I will Yeah. Uh, and I'll I give Jacob thieve. a bad reputation. <laughs> right. And I will thieve his history and I will thieve his belief and I will thieve even yes. remove the name of Yahweh from the name of Yahuda. Right. Exactly. Because that's a whole conspiracy. The, t- the total conspiracy. conspiracy and the Kenite yeah. conspiracy goes back 3,800 years. You sound like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> But actually, I'm, you're. Uh, go ahead. I'm a conspiracy factualist. Also. You're right. You're a conspiracy theologian, because the Bible is all about this conspiracy of Esau trying to take over Jacob. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, continuing with the article, we have about 15 minutes left. He apparently was harking back to the early history of his Boer ancestors. Here again, uh, this article and Bota are deliberately conflating the Boer people and the Afrikaners, continuing the confusion, who briefly established three many states in the Transvaal, the northernmost being, one being South Spanberg. I haven't even heard of that one. But here he is actually again telling the truth because it was the Boers who established the Transvaal, the Cape, uh, what, what was the other one now? The uh, Transvaal, the Orange Free State, Orange Free State, and South Spanberg. I never even heard of the last one. So he's he's correct. The Boer people established it. Oh, Pastor, yeah. yes, I, I know what he's talking about there. Okay, um, it is the um, uh, that's so. It's actually Sotpansberg. Okay, but Sotpansberg was part of the. Well, what he's saying here, Chikota. The town, uh, no, no, the Sautpansberg is was part of the Republic of Transvaal or the South okay. the Afrikaanse Republic. Okay. So South Transvaal would be another way of putting it. South Transvaal was independent of Transvaal at one time. No, Pastor. It was uh, the whole of Transvaal was uh, known as the South African Republic. Okay. In Dutch, as as the Zuid-Afrikaanse Republic. Okay, all right. So Transvaal is outsider's word for it, or somebody dubbed it Transvaal. Okay, and then we have the Orange Free State, and then we have South Spanberg. Well, how did uh, South Spanberg come into being? Uh, it is part of the Transvaal. Okay. It's part of the Transvaal. It's actually part of the northern Trans- Transvaal. But uh, the reason why I believe it is being uh, specifically named here. Okay. Remember, we've spoken about Onse Jan Hofmeyer, the skunk called Hofmeyer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Skunkberg. <Now, laughs> Skunkstein, right. Okay. Skunk, skunk Onse Jan Hofmeyer's brother was a missionary that was in the area of the Sautpansberg okay. as a missionary and that was also the area from where many assaults against the Boers and their wives on the farms had uh-huh. been waged from. Very interesting. Okay. Absolutely. Very interesting. Also, another thing that needs to be said here is that that is also the source of many of the deceptive lies which Onse Jan Hofmeyer had sent to the British government, mm-hmm. requesting or begging of them to come and um, uh, uh, to, to come and annex the Boer republics of Transvaal and the Free State. Okay, so South so Spanberg. It was actually a, a, 
a, a starting off point for the Afrikaners against the Boers. Absolutely. What, so, okay. W- 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 one of the things that Paul Kruger did was to give permission for the Dutch Reformed Church to set up uh, missionaries within the Boer Republics. And those uh, were the centers from where the war was being orchestrated mm, against the Boers in yeah. terms of false declarations and false accusations leveled against the Boers. And unfortunately, President Paul Kruger did not have the spiritual Mm. uh, uh, perceptibility or the spiritual uh, insight into where those assaults had come from. Okay. Very interesting. Okay, so this really clears things up that South Spanberg would become uh, 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 just like the uh, Cape Dutch itself a uh, stopping off point for the Cape Dutch Afrikaners to exploit and in this case attack the Boer people by claiming to be, well, we're just part of Northern Transvaal. No, you're not. You're infiltrators. Well, well, Pastor, they used um, blacks as surrogate attackers against the Boers, especially uh-huh. when they see the Boers busy on the lands or they wage war on the one side and when the the Boers go into uh, into commando to go and protect parts of the Transvaal, the blacks would go and attack the wives and children on the farms that have been left by the Boers. So you can see that there was a very definite plan of attack orchestrated against the Boers throughout, and that kind of plan of attack is still being waged to this day. Absolutely, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, one more sentence from this uh, from this uh, paragraph, and then I have a question. The very name of both this town invokes those times. Louis Tricard, T R I C H A R D T, was a fortrekker of the mid eighteen hundreds, who kept a diary that is a primary source of those times. Okay, was Louis Tricard a Boer or an Afrikaner? Louis Tricard was a uh, one of the Great track leaders, okay. a very knowledgeable in, while well, he was an excellent uh, Boer leader, Louis Trichard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in other words, uh, this uh, Botha character is simply confusing the issue by uh, making us believe that the Boers and Afrikaners are one and the same people. Okay, so what you're teaching here on exactly. your folk radio is so radically different from what uh, I was led to believe when I first came to visit you in, in 2014, all the information yeah. I had was that the Afrikaners and the Boer people are the same and there's no difference between the two. But unfortunately, most Boer yeah. people believe that too. So what you're well, teaching is so radically to... different, they need to be educated about these things as well. Back to you. Exactly, Pastor. But you must remember that with the Boers being subjugated to the Afrikaners on various occasions down to the level where the Boers were robbed of their land, robbed of their farms, robbed of their houses with the the, the scorched earth policy, robbed of their animals, robbed of their wives that had been killed, raped, um, robbed of their children. The Boers were uh, subjugated to the Cape Dutch on so many times down to the level where the Boers were, had become beggars on mm-hmm. the streets, begging for food, begging for money. And they could only obtain a work as, a, uh, uh, as rock breakers or as dam builders or railway builders or as road builders or as tunnel diggers. Mm-hmm. They could only... F- find employment if they also had a letter of recommendation by the local Dutch Reformed Minister. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you cannot provide a, 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 a testimony from your local Dutch Reformed Minister that you are a member of his congregation, you couldn't find a job. Right. Boston, that, that uh, you won't be able to get a job without a vaccine passport. Well, Pastor, if throughout my career, I could not get a job if my application for the job was not accompanied by a testimony or a letter of recommendation 
by my local minister. Oh, wow. And if it's not the Dutch Reformed minister, you don't come in line for promotion. <laughs> That's the reality of it. Okay. Uh, so they're using the same tactic all over again with uh, COVID. COVID and the lockdowns. Exactly, Pastor. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is a, 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 a method or a modus operandi that they perfected in South Africa amongst the Boers. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible how history repeats itself. <laughs> okay. But something else, Pastor. Okay. Something else that needs to be said here as well, in exactly the same way as the Boers have been subjugated by these Edomites purporting to be Afrikaners. Mm -hmm. In exactly the same way, those from the tribe of Yehuda and Benjamin, mm -hmm. who, who whom were the last to leave the so-called Holy Land, right. that had returned in 1948 believing that they were Jews. They're mm -hmm. not Jews. Judaites. There was a, right. They were, they were from the tribe of or from the house of Yehuda. Right. But because of the brainwashing that they had been put through, today they they give themselves as to be messianic Jews. Right. But they're not Jews. All right. Never were. <laughs> and the Jews and the Jews rejected the Messiah, didn't they? Well, Pastor, one of the th things they 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 give themselves, they present in exactly the same way as the Boers present themselves as Boer Afrikaners. Mm -hmm. They have been so brainwashed to believe that they are Jews because that is the prominent thing, thing about these uh, so-called Messianic Jews. They have a, a form of the truth, but they don't have the full truth. One of the lies that they believe is that they are Jews. They're not Jews. They're Yehudites. Mm -hmm. Right. Does That's, it make sense? Yeah, of course. If you know the difference between Jew and Judah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, in exactly the same way, the house of Jacob that have been inundated in Europe with the Jews through the wars that had been waged and had been set up by these Jews against the house of Jacob, against every tribe. <laughs> every tribe represented in Great Britain have yeah. been led to believe that they are Jews. Every yeah. tribe having migrated into America. Yeah, like the Cherokee. That they the Cherokee believe they're Jews. Because there's a huge tradition exactly. of Judah, not Jews, Judah. Putting a link yeah. in the... <laughs> now, now, can you see how the those that are really Edomites, having hijacked the term Jew, right? the Jew emanating from Judah. Right, exactly. So they, they purport to be the house of Jacob. They have hijacked... Jacob's identity. But can you now also see something else? The, the, Pastor, in fact, I see we're very close to closing time. Right. But I think it would be worthwhile on the next program. Let's start on this thing that yes. I've just said to you. Is, can you see that there is something else? Well, uh, okay. It's so I important that we discuss this. Well, uh, I was just posting stuff in the chat room, so I missed what you, you were saying. So go ahead. We only have two minutes left. Uh, Pastor, what I want, was saying was it is very important what, what, we are, what I wanted to discuss now, but we're running out of time, is yes. that it is so important for the house of Jacob, the various tribes, right. the reason why we are being led to believe that the Jews are God's chosen people. There's something very important that I need to say, but it's not going to take three yeah. or five or ten minutes. It's most probably going to yeah. consume okay. up to 20, 25 minutes. All right. Well, let's talk about it next time. And also, we're going to try to get in touch with Wilna Duplessis, who is actually the descendant of the du Bitter Plessis. Enders. Okay. Plessis. And so we'll try to get her to join us next yeah, time. Okay. I'll 
Okay. All right. Looks like we have lost Pastor Martin. Oh, okay. So, yeah, let's do that next week, and we'll discuss this thoroughly then, okay? Excellent. Thank you, Pastor. All right. Thank you. All right, and we'll see if my uh, player works. All right. Yes. All Be right. Be blessed. Yahweh. You too. Yahweh bless. Thank you, Pastor. Okay, thank you. All right, folks, that's today's show. Thanks for listening. And you should know the difference between Jews and Judahites and the Cape Dutch Afrikaners and the Boer people. Thank you very much. Take care. Yahweh bless. <laughs>